can't do everything at once and it's okay to be patient. Welcome to Honest E-Commerce, a podcast dedicated to cutting through the BS and finding actionable advice for online store owners. I'm your host, Chase Clymer, and I believe running a direct-to-consumer brand does not have to be complicated or a guessing game. On this podcast, we interview founders and experts who are putting in the work and creating real results. I also share my own insights from running our top Shopify consultancy, Electric Eye. We cut the fluff in favor of facts to help you grow your e-commerce business. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Honest E-Commerce. I'm your host, Chase Clymer. Today, welcoming the show from sunny Clearwater, Florida, Josh Firestone from Bare Bottom Clothing. How are you doing today? Doing well. Happy to be on. Uh, I'm happy to have you. I'm happy we figured out those technical difficulties. It was definitely user error on my <laughs> end, <laughs> but we got it, we got it sorted. Um, so Josh is joining us from Bare Bottom Clothing. For those that aren't familiar, they make awesome menswear. Have you guys forayed into women's yet? Not yet. Not yet. Awesome. I am actually a big fan of the brand, so super excited to get Josh on the podcast. Um, and today we're going to talk about kind of his journey with Bare Bottom. Uh, it's a little bit unique. Uh, he is not one of the founders, but he was a core team member way back when. Uh, and I love his story. Joining with, uh, it, it, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but not really knowing what you're doing. <laughs> Uh yeah, definitely. That's that's accurate. <laughs> cool. So just take me back. Uh, take me back to what you were doing before Bare Bottom and kind of what led to kind of joining the team and and helping them get things going. Yeah. So before joining, uh, you know, I was just a regular college student um, at University of Florida, and I had an interest in startups and uh, advertising because that was my major at the time, and I was kind of bouncing around different internships uh, in the summer and during the year. Um, and I met Robert who founded Bare Bottom through our fraternity and I saw what he was doing and thought it was really cool. What I pretty much did is just, I would send him text messages when I would see him post something on Instagram and say, Oh, this is cool. Or I, I don't know about this one. And, uh, I pretty much bothered him, uh, for a couple of months until one day he was like, Hey, I've been working with this agency. It's not going so well. You, you seem like you kind of know what you're doing a little bit, uh, do you want to work with me and kind of help me manage our social media? And that's where it started. That's fantastic. So how long, how far along was the brand when you kind of got that offer? Where were they at, I guess? So um, we were just at having like two main products at the time, um, really just the regular shorts and swimwear. Um, since then, we've expanded to you know t-shirts and accessories and all sorts of things. Um, and Rob had just moved out of where he was uh, originally shipping out of like a, a like a storage container, uh, he just moved into a more kind of formal office uh, in Gainesville. Uh, you know, steps from my house, which was great for me, um, and that's where he was, kind of like ready to really grow the brand. Gotcha. Can you share any metrics uh, for people to kind of understand where uh, you were at, like growth wise? You know, you can be as open or close as you want. Yeah. Um, we so we we've had over a hundred thousand customers now, and we're about seven years old, um, and we sell all over the U.S. Gotcha. No, so like way back when, when you joined, like where were things at? Oh, oh, at the time, um, yeah. I mean, it was probably like less than ten percent of what it is now. Gotcha, gotcha. So you guys had a long way to go. So when you joined the company, what were you kind of like uh, tackling uh, and helping out with originally? Uh, really, just posting on Instagram, and once you start pulling that thread and following, you know, 
that that road you realize there's a lot more you need to do and i think that's how my role grew and that's how we ended up growing the brand um because you, you figure out okay we're gonna post on instagram people are gonna come to the site hmm what are we missing on the site they probably want to know more about us we probably need an about us page okay how does the size guide look how do the product pages look okay now we, we have these new customers how are we keeping them here and then you go into retention and you're kind of bouncing back and forth to all these different things and that's pretty much how I learned, just one thing at a time. I think that uh, pulling on the thread of kind of like the strategy behind getting them, kind of just moving them down the funnel, and like, and then you know retention as well is one of the things that really draws me to e-commerce. It's like super fun and it's interesting and it's always you're always learning. Definitely, and everything's always changing, and it's cool to see what other people are up to. Um, everyone I talk to who's in e-commerce is like so passionate about it, um, which is really cool. I don't know if you see that in so many industries. So I, I like kind of being part of that community, like being on the show. It's exciting. Oh, yeah. I mean, it. it I, I talk about it all the time. The ecosystem is so nice. And I had a really bad habit of like being super competitive when I was younger. Uh, and when it came to business, I was like, every client was like, uh, you had to, you know, it was if you lost a client or, uh, or your competitor was your enemy, and it was such a dumb outlook. Nowadays, some of the people uh, that are like in masterminds with me or that are mentoring me are like just amazing and they're direct competitors, but it doesn't matter. There's like, there's more than enough work to go around and it's, it's cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I'll have conversations with people that are making, you know, men's as, as leisure wear and it's, you know, directly what we're doing. Uh, and it's still, you know, constructive conversation and like very friendly, which is really cool. Hey everybody, do you want to win back valuable lost time for your support team? Gorgeous has machine learning functionality that takes the pressure off small support teams and gives them the tools to manage a large number of inquiries at scale, especially during the holiday season. Gorgeous combines all your different communication channels like email, SMS, social media, live chat, and even phone into one platform and gives you an organized view of all of your customer inquiries. Their powerful functionality can save your support team hours per day and makes managing customer orders a breeze. They have allowed online merchants to close tickets faster than ever with the help of pre-written responses integrated with customer data to increase the overall efficiency of customer support. Their built-in automations also free up time for support agents to give better answers to complex product-related questions, providing next-level support, which helps increase sales, brand loyalty, and recognition. Eric Brandholtz, the founder of Beard Brand, says, We're a seven-figure business and we have essentially one person on customer support and experience. It's impossible to do it without tools like Gorgeous to help us innovate. Learn how to level up your customer support by speaking to their team here. Visit gorgeous.grsm.io slash honest. That's G-O-R-G-I-A-S dot G-R-S-M dot I-O slash H-O-N-E-S-T. If you're struggling with scaling your sales, maybe Electric Eye can help. Our team has helped our clients generate millions of dollars in additional revenue through our unique brand scaling framework. You can learn more about our agency at electriceye.io. That's E-L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Y-E.io. Awesome, awesome. So let's let's take it back to uh, kind of getting things started, uh, posting on Instagram, and kind of going down that rabbit hole. What was uh, what was that kind of like the first strategy or tactic that you guys were using consistently to grow the brand where you're like, all right, we kind of figured out if we put effort here, we're going to get more customers in. Yeah. Um, 
I think beefing up our, our, our email like retention strategy was really big and um, like a, an intake form when people would come to the site, uh, like a, a free shipping offer was huge for us in the beginning. And also just defining the brand. Um, when I joined, we didn't really have like a brand. It was more of just like a store that was selling, uh, you know, great value shorts to college students. And that was like the main target, but we weren't expanding much out, out of there. So we spent a lot of time figuring out really who our customers were, were like who they could be and threading that needle together. Oh yeah, that's a great little insight there. And I think that's... Uh, you know, The barrier of entry of starting a clothing business is pretty low. It's even lower now than it was back then. Um, and I think that's something that a lot of people miss is the difference between having an e-commerce store and having a brand. Uh, what would you kind of say were some of the bigger differentiations between where you were and kind of like when you kind of grew up and, and really evolved into that brand role? Yeah. So one of the ways we figured that out is um, I just looked at our tags on Instagram and it was just tons of photos of people hiking, going on vacations, a lot of like college kids on spring break and traveling. Um, and I, you know, I said to Robert, I think this is the brand like people are taking the clothes and they're doing things they, they love doing outside of their normal everyday life and we can follow this make clothes that match these actions and these activities um and try to inspire people to continue to do things they love and just that's kind of how the brand evolved that's a that's such a cool little tip right there uh you were informed on the direction of your brand from your actual customers. That's, that's definitely a, a, a little cheat sheet there. I like it. <laughs> Businesses are the most successful when they own their own data, customer relationships, and their growth. That's why more than 50,000 e-commerce brands, big and small, trust Klaviyo to deliver their ideal customer experience. Klaviyo is the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for online brands of all kinds and all sizes. With email automation, SMS marketing, list growth tools, and more, you'll get everything you need to build strong relationships that keep your customers coming back. If you're tired of relying too heavily on paid advertising or third-party marketplaces for your sales success, you're not alone. It's time to take back control of the customer experience. More and more online businesses are moving to Klaviyo to grow higher value customer relationships through personalized email and SMS marketing and the results are staggering. Ready to drive future sales and higher customer lifetime value with a marketing platform built for your long-term growth? You should get a free trial of Klaviyo over at klaviyo.com slash honest. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. And we're, you know, we're always looking at customer reviews and uh, anything to stay in touch with the customer and understand what, what they want. Awesome. And then so uh, when you started, uh, did you even have a role when you started? Or were you just like, did you have an official title? Or were you kind of just helping? I think like social media manager, maybe. Gotcha. <laughs> and then nowadays, you've evolved into this, to the CMO. Um, what kind of tactic... Not tactics. I guess like, well, how did your job evolve over the last couple of years? And where has your energy shifted from kind of looking at Instagram tags and being... I mean, Instagram is a powerful platform, but I'm sure you still look at the tags now. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, you know, in the beginning, like just following that thread along with all the parts of the store that need to be put together. Um, now, a lot more of my time is spent on paid media, um, like paid social media, 
other platforms and other channels that we're exploring now and, and testing with. Um, you know, the, the UX and, and experience on the site, uh, a little bit of you know, product development through like a marketing lens. Um, and right now we're just trying to grow the team. So we can build out all these things. Awesome. That's kind of where I was going with that now. So you're are you managing uh, your you know partners or team members or agencies that you guys are working with more? Or are you actually in the weeds executing some of this? Uh, right now, I'm, I'm really in the weeds. Uh, but we have new hires who are joining us really soon um, that I'm really, really excited about. And we do have some partners we work with um, outside, like freelancers for different tasks. Um, but we don't use any outside agency. Um, we do it, all the media buying in-house. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I just think of the evolution of uh, a marketer at an agency as you kind of move up the ladder. Y- you start to be more big picture and less hands-on, which you know is cool for some people, not for other. I I, I always find myself like getting in the weeds too much uh, over at our agency, and it's just like I got to stop and let the team do what they do. Yeah, I, I can really relate to that. I think it's going to be learning for me too, um, but. It will be good for the brand and for, for me mentally also. Since 2004, Avalara's vision has been to harness the power of cloud technology to help simplify sales tax for businesses of all sizes. Avalara's solutions are designed to affordably scale with businesses as they grow over time. Tax compliance is not a revenue generating activity. So Avalara's technology is designed to help you manage tax compliance as efficiently and accurately as possible so you can reclaim your valuable time and reduce risk in your business. With more than 1,000 signed partner integrations, Avalara likely integrates with the ERP, e-commerce, mobile payment, and point-of-sale systems you use today. Find out how your business can be sales tax ready at avalara.com slash honest. That's A-V-A-L-A-R-A dot com slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Avalara. Tax compliance done right. Yeah, I mean nobody uh, nobody tells you that as you get better at your job, you it just it always eventually evolves into your job becomes management and less doing the thing that you're really passionate about. And you know, it's it sucks kind of. Yeah, well, I'm, I, I I've uh, had this discussion here already. Like, I'm I'm always going to be doing the product photography, no matter how big we get, uh, because I just I love doing it and. Uh, it's something I'm really proud of, like just how the products look that, that we're able to do that in our small studio here. Oh yeah, I don't think that. Uh, so the podcast is like what I help the agency. I don't think I'm gonna get out of doing this. This is fun. I interview people like all the time, learn really cool things, meet amazing people. Uh, you know, I'm I'm probably not gonna ever stop doing this, but uh, you know, I've had to let go of a few things, and it's it's definitely a, it's a learning curve. So if you could go back in time uh, to kind of when you first got started or any kind of any time back back then, uh, is there like a mistake that you made that you'd wish you could go back and tell yourself to not do it? I think just from a mindset standpoint, uh, just have patience. I think there are times where I would try to do a lot of different things, you know, to get the site looking how exactly how I wanted it. Um, and then things fall, fall short in other areas of the, of the business. Um, you can't do everything at once. And it's okay to be patient. Uh, I think it's what I wish I knew earlier. Now I, I have a better understanding of that. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. It, I, I always say, like, if everything's important, nothing's important. You know what I mean? That's that's great. You got to focus. Like, uh, I, the way that we always approach stuff is like pick a KPI and like run with it for a while. And then, you know, once you're out of ideas there, jump to a different one. Yeah, I like that. T- take the energy you have on, on one 
KPI and then shift somewhere right in the middle and see if you can bring that energy and bring the idea somewhere else. Absolutely awesome. So uh, kind of during the, the growth of the business, you got you know, you know said you've guys have at least 10x since you joined the team. What are some other kind of strategies that you guys are doing or just things that worked for you that other people might want to explore or kind of look into? Yeah, a big thing for us um, really like is the Facebook and Instagram marketing, which is obviously very common. Um, and we've seen it evolve a lot over the last couple of years because Facebook's made a lot of changes. There's a lot more competition. Um, when we started, we did a lot of like very micro targets and like very individual targeting. Um, and now we've really opened up the brand um, and we've seen a lot of success with kind of leaving things open um, in our advertising to welcome you know more people into the brand. Yeah, I've definitely heard that uh, you're not smarter than Facebook, so stop trying to be <laughs> lately from yeah. kind of the ad people I follow. They're like, just let the algorithm do its thing. Definitely. Uh, and, and another big thing was uh, we added reviews to the site, I think two years ago. And then last year, we started doing a, uh, a post-purchase offer if you uh, submitted a review. And we saw like a three-fold increase in review rate. Um, and that's been helpful just to give social proof to the brand, but also to help us improve the product. You know, any bad review that gets posted, anything under five stars uh, gets sent to us directly and we, we address it. So that's helped us a lot. Our partner Rewind can protect your Shopify store with automated backups of your most important data. Rewind should be the first app you install to protect your store against human error, misbehaving apps, or collaborators gone bad. It's like having your very own magic undo button. Trusted by over 80,000 businesses, from side hustles to the biggest online retailers like Gymshark, Gatorade, and Movement Watches. Best of all, merchants like you can get one month of automated Shopify backups for free by visiting rewind.io slash honest. That's R-E-W-I-N-D dot I-O slash H-O-N-E-S-T. Yeah, getting getting uh, the actual feedback from a customer to improve the product is like so crucial. Um, that's that's an awesome tip right there. Um, going back to Facebook though, and you said that you you love doing the product photography. How much creative are you guys producing to you know refresh these campaigns? Do you have a certain cadence that you follow? Hmm, that's interesting. I think it depends on the product and where, where it is. Like if it's a product launch, we'll always prep a lot of creative. Uh, if it's one of our core products, we kind of have a rhythm now. We know a little bit what, what works and we'll test some creatives after that. Um, I know the rule of thumb that Facebook's always kind of pushing out is to have you know six ads running in a, in an ad set. I hope I'm not getting too technical right now. Um, some people like it. <laughs> yeah. So um, we try not, not to have too much creatives. I think at one point we used to just think, you know, the more the better. Um, but then you end up overlapping creative and, and uh, like overlapping audiences, which we're trying to scale back on. Gotcha. But for like, uh, just how often are you guys shooting photography or refreshing what's in the Dropbox or however you guys store it? Oh, constantly. Um, yeah, like we're, we're generating content. We use um, a platform called Popular Pace, if you've heard of that. So that is a kind of a, a content generation platform where you can link up with uh, influencers and content creators. And we use it mainly just for the content creation standpoint. And that way, we can source images from people all across the country. So not only are you producing content internally, but you are linking up with influencers and producers externally to, to bring content in. So you've got a flow of creative ideas for refreshing this all over the place? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's, see, that's the key that I want a lot of people that are listening to understand is that creating content... like You need an engine 
to just constantly be producing that, especially if you're going to tie like your main growth channel to Facebook and Instagram because it's expensive. <laughs> and if you yeah. don't, if you don't have that creative to keep refreshing it and and keep testing, uh, you're gonna you're not going to make any money. This, that's it's as easy as that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Is there anything that I didn't ask you today that you think would be worthwhile uh, to share with the audience? I think you know stressing that that patience point, especially if you're early on. Um, with a new brand is it's so key and uh you know being open to failure it's cliche but it's true and that's how we've learned and just keep following that thread man i yeah those two things are are perfect i think especially with starting any business it could be a brand it could be a service business whatever uh the money never comes as quick or as much as you think is someone what someone told me once uh and you really have to take it to heart uh you you really got to be patient and you got to just keep at it um yeah, I, I, Josh, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. We'll make sure to link out to your personal website and to the brand in the show notes. Uh, and thanks again. Appreciate it. It's great being on. Thank you. All right. I can't thank our guests enough for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge and journey with us. We've got a lot to think about and potentially add into our own business. You can find all the links in the show notes. Make sure you head over to honestecommerce.co to check out all of the other amazing content that we have. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review. And obviously, if you're thinking about growing your business, check out our agency at electriceye.io. Until next time.